This is Infection, the survival podcast recorded live on Wednesday, October the 12th, 2022, episode 404. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome into another edition of Infection, the survival podcast. Infection is your source for the latest information on survival video game industry and the video game industry as a whole. We throw a little bit of uh, political spice and with some common sense here and there as well. My name is Nick Craig. Thank you so much for joining us. You can check me out on my website, nickcraig.com. You can follow me on Twitter at Nicholas M. Craig or visit our website, Infection podcast.com I should have been more prepared for this Brian it's episode 404 the not found episode that's uh <laughs> you know the I the, the, yeah the, yeah the, yeah the, we really could have the IT memes <laughs> and the humor is just People uh, like dude I can't I can't find episode 404 exactly Oh yeah, so, yeah, man! It's God it doesn't ever existed. You've the wrong place. <laughs> hi, hi, Brian. How are you? How are you? Uh, hey, hey, I'm doing well. Hey, if you want to find me, of course you can check, check me out at Brian Aldridge on Gab Parlor Get a Truth Social. I did create a uh, my Twitter tag I, again I got, just to grab yes. my name, just in case. I just knew that. Case. I, I'm I'm minding my own business either late last <laughs> week or early this week, and I get a pop, it's early in the morning. I get a pop in my phone. Brian Aldridge has followed you on Twitter, and I'm like, this freaking guy <laughs> is back again. He's like, he just keeps coming back. He's following me, then he doesn't have an account. Now now he's the account's gone again. Now he's following me. That's gone. Make up your damn mind. <laughs> well, okay. If if Twitter if is if Elon Musk buys it, I will keep this account. So, so I'm okay, just waiting but, for that to become final. So, so if it doesn't have finals, you're going to tell me you're going to delete it again. Then I'll delete it again. It's gone. Jesus That's Christ. finally gone for good. I'm warning you. The next time you delete, I'm I'm taking the <laughs> username. So just be mindful. I know. I'm, no more. So. I just keep waiting for that to happen. Then My just username keep the is gone. I I know. I wish I could disable it though, or deactivate it, not delete it. Just put nothing on it. Yeah, I could. I just unfollow everybody and just make it yeah. sit there. Well, except for you already has nothing me. on it. I don't even have yeah, a single exactly. post in there. Just, just, <laughs> just follow me. That's all. That, that's all that matters. All right, I can do. That. I'll just have yeah, I have it following you, and that'll be the only thing my account does. So, yeah, thank you. Yeah, John, just sign up. I may do that. I just may not sign back in because I'll use it for. I use it for a newsreader, but I'd have to go through. I'm still gonna have to go through and find all the places I want to follow to have it actually bring me things that I want to see. Yes. Which is kind of a pain, but we'll see. If, I mean, if they, I just won't use it anymore because if if the you're not using it right through, now, which even in the past you really yeah, didn't use not it at the much. moment. I would use it just to skim local news mostly. Like I followed all the local news channels, but then I found myself commenting oh. very negatively towards local yes. news and yeah, becoming that like guy, it. and then getting all yeah. these people following me because of all the you know all the sarcasm and everything that I would throw out at our local news stations and like yeah, paper I mean, reporters. Like, yeah, I mean, a everything. lot of folks are really chomping at the bit for this account. I mean, it's just <laughs> no tweets following 19 people. Now two followers. I mean, you're really just... Nice, perfect. <laughs> really just <laughs> really just ranking it all. Yeah, I don't there. even know who Augusto0179... It's a really... <laughs> that looks like a legitimate... <laughs> uh, not a bot at all, right? Yeah, Elon Musk was <laughs> the bot vindicated. Is low. <laughs> <laughs> and so, oh yeah, gosh. so... I, I I was using it for that, and I was get, starting to get a lot of followers just because people really liked how I would just zing people locally, and I just I was like, this is not good for my my men, mental state of just no. I don't like being sarcastic and rude to everybody, but I found myself just my first comeback was just pretty much being me, rude to them, not mean but rude. Sometimes it yes. gets a little bit mean, and so I just stopped wow. doing it, <laughs> and so. Now I just want to use it as a newsreader without commenting. I, I stopped yes. myself from commenting. Yeah, that's all. That's all Twitter do. turned into. Yeah. <laughs> of course, other place you can find me. If you want to find if I have a, a Twitter account, you just go to my blog, biteoftech.com. And then if you go to our website, infectionpodcast.com, there's probably the proper place to come and find us. It's the Discord server. Um, we actually, I set up a, uh, I set up a Conan server, but I haven't posted it because I need to test it. And I set up with a whole bunch of mods for building, just for people to play with. Um, I'll probably post something about that here in the next couple of days if people want to play it over the weekend. Um, then we also have 11 ARC servers on there with all these different kinds of maps that you can do. 
Uh, so check that out. Uh, we have a news channel. If there's a topic you think we should be covering that we're not covering, or maybe you want to just get a hold of one of us, that's a good place to do it because you can send a message to us on there. Uh, we've got a politics, politics memes. We've got all kinds of different channels, but you might need to request access to some of those because just jumping in, you won't see everything that's on the server. If you want to catch uh, our video forms of the podcast, you can do that through Twitch and YouTube. And those are live. And then if you want to catch the After the Fact podcast upload, those are down at the lower right. Lots of different platforms and ways to listen to the podcast. But, of course, those are recorded and then uploaded, so you can't catch those live. But if you are doing that, we'll have the show notes for that particular episode already uploaded by that point. There's a video audio player in there and uh, links and, and for videos, articles, source material, tweets, whatever we're referring to throughout that show. We have links to that in those particular episode show notes. And so that may help a lot if you're listening to the show and you want to maybe see a video or listen to listen, see something that we're looking at while you're listening. So uh, if you also want to support us, there's a support option up in the menu or infectionpodcast.com forward slash support. Yes, sir. Thank you very much. Um, now, Brian, the, the, you know, the show has adapted over the past couple of years and it's, you know, gaming news with some political stuff. And very rarely do we go whole hog on uh, anything political and we're, we're kind of yeah. not tonight but in some regards i think we are and i want to open with this story out just a little bit ago that uh alex jones um in this ongoing sandy hook trial this defamation trial has been um determined it has been determined by a jury that he needs to pay damages of upwards of 965 million dollars brian nearly one billion dollars worth of damages and the reason i bring it up is to not get into a political debate or a conversation about alex jones being right or wrong or the gay frogs and fluoride and super male vitality that's not the the, the topic of conversation here brian for me it's a couple of different things first of all you know we we talk and we cover a lot of things in the video game news industry which whether you like alex jones or not he is by definition a news out outlet and, an, and a journalist that's what he's done for 20 years you don't have to agree with it but that's what he does and i'm i'm very curious about the precedent that this sets brian for individuals to um be successful in what would seem to me to be a lawsuit in which the the damages and the result do not match up to the crime um yeah. you know without again without getting too far into it, it it's not like he went in there and pulled a trigger and killed anybody he talked about it and he's now being sued for a billion dollars you know where does something like this it, end well and this is something i didn't follow really closely the whole i mean i remember when sandy hook happened but I didn't follow closely. I knew that he claimed that it was a false flag operation and all that, right? He was thinking that there was something behind it with the government and uh, trying to create some sort of, uh, of uh, yeah, some sort of an uproar in the community. Now, that's his opinion. Correct. Uh, on the matter. Uh, that doesn't change whether it happened or it didn't happen. And, and my concern with something like this is, sure, you can take something that that can pull at people's hearts, you know, heartstrings and make them feel emotional or say, well, why would someone say that? Uh, but the thing is, is we do have freedom of speech here. And well, I, I, my concern is that when someone says something that I don't think is real, that's where I have to look and say, well, I don't think that's accurate. And I think this is accurate because you could look at the whole COVID thing. Well, can I sue them for a billion dollars? Just look at the well, uproar they've done. And we found out that, that it's not nearly what they claimed. Um, that's, you know, people aren't dropping dead. Um, but that's opinion, right? That's my opinion versus someone else's opinion. His opinion was that there was that, you know, he thought there was something else going on with that particular instance, regardless of whether, uh, he had an opinion on it and whether or not anyone else believed his opinion. Look at how many people believe COVID is, is, I still see people walking down the street by themselves with a mask on. Well, and that's people what a lot scared of folks, them to death. and that's what a lot of folks have been talking about, you know, this afternoon on social media is, you know where where and and that that's why that's kind of why I brought this up this the, this evening just to kind of talk about the the uh, you know the Pandora's box the floodgates being opened with this because you're you're spot on where does this stop you know you're talking about situations where people lost their jobs their businesses um, you know because of shutdowns that we found out today 
the CEO of Moderna testifying in front of the EU said that they never tested the vaccine for transmission, which they lied yeah. to the American people about. And, you know, but I was told you... I had to get it right. There's yeah, people that it... lost their jobs for that when it didn't do anything to actually prevent. And it shouldn't be their choice whether or not they get something for themselves. Yeah, it didn't prevent transmission. Well, what's yeah. the point of the vaccine if I'm not concerned about getting sick personally? Yeah, well, and and that's exactly the point that's been brought up is where where do you now um, where do you draw the line on this? And you know, those are two very extreme examples. But let's let's bring it down to something more um, you know local to what you know what we talk about here, Brian, in the in the video game industry or the technology industry and opinion pieces. For example, look yeah. at the tech journalism and what they've. You know, how they've been skewering mm -hmm. NVIDIA over the seventeen or $1,800 MSRP for the new 4090 cards. Is NVIDIA yeah. now able to take these individuals to court and claim they, hundreds yeah. of millions of dollars or billions of dollars worth of damage? Presumably, yes. Presumably, yeah. yes. I feel like that's what's been set here, and that is very dangerous for news of all s sorts and sizes and for opinions on everything. Anything, literally well, and, anything that you could have an opinion on seems like it could now be under attack. Well, and this is an interesting day, too, because um, I think the person who came up with that whole Russia report, yes. his trial started today. And if you want to see the exact same thing, the FBI offered him a million dollars for that report. Of taxpayer Our own dollars. government <laughs> offered him a taxpayer dollars, offered him a million dollars for the lies in that report. And there are still people today talking about Russia, 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 and things that that uh, Trump did in Russia. How is that any more? Look, look at it, how it affected his election. Look at what we're dealing with now. I could say, look at all the uh, fiscal hardship that I'm going under because of a lie that the government tried to fund. I, I could say the same thing. Why aren't we uh, finding the FBI a billion dollars, which is really finding us a billion dollars? Why aren't we, uh, <laughs> Peter Strzok or whatever his face, why aren't we... Uh, why aren't we going for him for a billion dollars, right? That one for me was real hardship. I didn't feel any hardship for uh, what Har Alex Jones. That was his opinion, and it was my choice. And you know what? I just didn't happen to. I didn't choose to believe him because I looked in and said, "Well, I don't think whatever he's saying it happened in the way that he says it happened." Because I used common sense and thought about it, right? He didn't sway my opinion. Um, sure, it felt bad for them to have people say that to them, but that is the point of freedom of speech. And whether or not I agree with your speech doesn't mean that I should have the right to try to limit it. And this just seems like trying to limit someone's freedom of speech, regardless of how much it hurt your feelings, right? What did it cause them other than their hurt feelings or emotional distress? And, you know, that's kind of what I think this is kind of going for is more of an emotional distress kind of a card. It, it, exactly. And that that is, you know, very, very concerning and very troubling as as we go forward. So I'm you'll see a lot of people, there's a lot of... um uh chest beating going on over the next or, or the, there's a lot of chest beating that's been going on the last couple of days um folks are or you know, people are posting on twitter about how great this is um i'm yeah. i just ask not good to, for freedom of speech well it's not good you know, cause it's, I, not, we could we could pick and choose things here and there that have damaged us personally just as much you know yeah. and, and just because this seems like oh think about the kids you know, you're willing to do it for certain causes. Well, you need to be, even when it doesn't feel comfortable, you still need to be backing uh, the freedom of speech. Well, and, and I'm not even going to get into, the, you know, it's not even, for me, it's not even freedom of speech. It's just freedom of having an opinion on something, which is essentially what which has to me, been. That's, that's exactly, that's what yeah. I mean by speech. Yeah. Regardless of whether I agree with your opinion, I, I, sh I, I shouldn't come after you physically. I, and I, you know, and I need to learn to just say, all right, that's your opinion and walk away. And that seems to be what we've lost today. Absolutely. So um, keep an eye on that. Um, you know, nobody else facing consequences for the terrible things that they've done. And, um, you know, this guy now being uh, dragged through the cleaners uh, all in the name of, uh, you know, truth and justice and all of that other bullshit that they claim. So sad day. Definitely. No, uh, no question about it for news, information, opinions, thoughts, freedom of speech, anything like that. Well, hey, let's go. You mind if we go on to another uh, court case? That, uh, that sure. we've been oh. following closely here. It was sure, would love to hear that. <laughs> well, okay. So Chronicles of Illyria um, oh. has had an update in their uh, that class action lawsuit against them. Okay, and it has been dropped. So the court what? has dismissed the class action lawsuit, 
which was filed against Stolban Studio as a matter of law. Um, and so on here, he has a fairly lengthy uh, response to this. Uh, and of course, Massively OP is the one that reported it initially, so I saw it. Um, but he goes in and, and talks about how now, because he doesn't have the, the, the worry about this you know, lawsuit and the possible funds, now they can focus purely on developing this game <laughs> to be able to get the, developing this, this game the, uh, in quotes <laughs> to continue yeah giving themselves a paycheck and, and having it you know just keep funding their living uh, but he goes on here and talks about how you know he's pretty much self-funding the game and oh what a, they're going to be doing saint. something i just i don't know what what point let me just go to show I, you i know that he I just I, I have to read this. I have to read this. This is within the first couple of sentences. Last week, the United States District Court for the Western District of Washington dismissed the class action lawsuit, which was filed against Soulbound Studios as a matter of law. Sidebar. This is in his article. I considered considered ending that sentence with an exclamation mark, emojis, and even an excited expletive. But the fact is there is no punctuation or emoji that adequately conveys how relieved I am by this decision. So I just went with the classic inf informational period. So is he indicating that none of the claims that those individuals brought forward in the lawsuits are are problems? Because he yeah, seems to be he seems I, to be I, the, he, beating he, his no chest. Humility. <laughs> yeah, well, no yeah. humility at all. No, beating his chest. That, hey, we did it based on a matter of law. Not saying that they. Not saying that he won the lawsuit because they was there was no they merit, it, yeah. but a quote matter of law. So yeah. he's just dismissing anybody's claims to it. And then one sentence into the, the article has to go into something. I wanted to put an emoji. I wanted to put an expletive. I mean, just really? This guy is, now here's this what, guy is quite the character. Here's where he, lower down he's, he addresses the backers. He says, with respect to our backers, now that the legal matters are behind us and the costly costs finally capped, we can at last, after two years, put 100% of our attention back on the business of making games. And that's exactly what we're going to do. So his personal note, I hope that with the lawsuit no longer hanging over us, the most cynical of our backers will also be able to put aside the notion that our ongoing development of KOE is anything uh, than what it is. An opportunity to create entertaining entertainment and value for our backers and customers and the best path forward towards releasing uh, COE. Chronicles of Valeria. Okay, so what point? What have they released? What what well entertainment and value have they brought to any of the backers to this point? Well, in the and years well, and, and years that they have been funding this. Well, I think that's exactly the problem. And notice this: he blames the lack of development on the people that brought the lawsuit forward. As you read it, we can at last him, yeah. in black, you know, at last in bold. After two years, put 100% of our attention back on the business. The reason the class action lawsuit was brought forward is because for years, going back to 2017, the backers did not get anything for their money. But then somehow it's the backers' fault that they tried to recoup some of their losses and their money. And that's why the game has not been under development. Just, again, completely negating the root cause of this. I mean, and the whole thing is riddled with while the lawsuit is finally over and this is over and you know, now we can get back to this and now we can get back to that. You could have been working on that from 2017 until 2020 when this lawsuit came forward and you weren't. That's why this got brought forward in the first place. There doesn't seem to be any yeah. self-awareness with this guy at all, which is not surprising looking at some of his uh, you know, past blogs and things of that nature. By the way, please don't sue me for a hundred billion dollars. I don't have this money from you know me voicing my opinion here. Um, I, I just I don't really understand. Um, I don't really understand what this guy's. I don't know. I don't understand. I mean, you can read through the article. I don't understand what his future plan is. Okay, well, let's uh, let's talk about this here for a second. So, because I'm going down into the funding and development. He talks about what he's been doing. So first of all, he's half a million in debt right now. Um, and they haven't generated any revenue with this for two years. Well, because they haven't released anything. They haven't released anything. Um, so, you know, so he's have, having to go to self-funding. So what he's done is he said, I've funded the development of COE during the first year and a half of the studio. I sold the land my wife and I were going to build our dream house on. I liquidated our savings and went all in 
on Soulbound Studios. Chronicles of Valyria has been a passion project of mine for 15 years. Okay, but you have produced what nothing in 15 years. <laughs> and my wife and I have spent every dollar we have, have had to see it become a reality. I've once again self-funded development over the last year since the company bank account ran empty. As I spent the last two quarters trying to find a way to keep the studio funded, it occurred to me that I would, if I, I would, if I could, continue to fund development of QE and COE indefinitely. If I were to continue to fund development, I'd need to do so on a way that was sustainable and ideally would allow us to rebuild and regrow the studio to a larger size. So for the last quarter, he's been utilizing his skills as a software engineer outside of the game industry to generate a residual income for himself and consequently the studio. Um, he says, hoping to have some concrete news about this, which is why I've pushed this you know, report as late as possible. But unfortunately, it doesn't look like I'll have anything concrete to say on this for a bit longer, which means he's going to continue his normal day job and not be able to work on the game so that he can fund himself uh, until he can somehow find money to say that he's going back and developing the game again. This guy sounds like he's so very right now. Mad. He's not working on the game. He sounds like he's very, you know, and and I uh, I found a different article here. Uh, the MMORPG put out their headline is Chronicles of Illyria class action dismissed. Walsh, the the developer here, does a victory lap over backers in the latest update, which seems to be a pretty accurate assessment. Um, you know, Brian, I don't care that you sold the land that you were going to build your dream house on. I don't care that you put yourself into debt and spent every money. By the way, is I mean, okay, so you great, you've strung out your family for some failed idea here that you've had on some half-assed attempt Learn at to a walk game. away, yeah. Well, and, but it's <laughs> but again, it, and and it's not it's not that I don't care about those things because I don't have empathy, I don't have sympathy for individuals. I don't care about them because I didn't sign up for the Walsh personal sob story. I paid money yeah. to get a game that I was promised. And that game has not yeah. been delivered. So I don't I don't care about your personal strife and the sacrifices that you made. I don't care. You promised a product, didn't refuse to deliver it to the people. I don't care about your personal strife. That's on you. That's not my problem. I don't care. Well, and this is something I remember after our interview with him, uh, you know, at one of our first uh, conventions we went to, this is something that we walked over. 2017, yeah, we walked five years ago. It'll be six years in March that we talked with him. Six years ago. And, and this is something that we walked away from that interview saying, man, this guy is way too ambitious about this project. <laughs> and what it comes yes. down to is, not having realistic expectations of the product that you're going to be putting out. He, he just made a list, a laundry list of what he considers the perfect game to be. And he's trying to develop that all at once. And that's not how you do development. You start with the most simple contact con version of the project, and then you build on it. And guess what? And what I tell other developers when we're working on a project, I said, make it simple because it'll get complex on its own. You don't start making something complex it just gets complex. And if you try to make it complex from the get-go, guess what? You're going to get in such a mess that you probably won't ever finish it. And this is exactly what this guy has done. So, yeah. you know, take two steps back, make a basic concept of your game, let people start to play it, and then start adding all these ridiculous features that you've listed off that you want to have. But put a core of a game together first. Let it make a world that people can run around in. Test that that even works before you worry about the land claiming system and you know, all these the parent, you know, having generations of people, you know, creating new generations of people and all the things that he listed off in that interview. Work on a basic, let people run around a map first and show me that you have the ability to make that because you haven't. You've shown me a very basic it, concept that looked nothing like the demo materials. It is. a it, He did show a very basic concept. And it's also noted in this in the comment on one of these articles, Brian, that and we covered this a while ago. Soulbound Studios received over two hundred and fifty thousand dollars worth of payment protection program PPE loan money during covid-19. So that, of course, yeah. is absent from his. Uh, you know, sob fest of an article he puts out. Oh, we're five hundred thousand dollars in debt. What happened to the two hundred fifty thousand dollars you fleeced from the taxpayers? I mean, what happened to that money? And by the way, and you're he fired you don't all, need that much money to live. Yeah, but he's fired all of his staff. He's apparently not working on the game anymore full time. What the hell is he? What What is the money being spent on? There's nobody working on the game. There's no employees. 
Yeah, he talks about, you know, he's going into debt. If you haven't been On what? paying any employees, how are you going into debt other than you're sending yourself a paycheck and that's the debt you're incurring? Probably. Your, so you're not going into debt. What you're doing is under the name of your business, you're writing checks to yourself that you can't ca- that you shouldn't be cashing. And you're putting your your business in debt that then later he's probably going to turn around and try to file bankruptcy for so that he can say, hey, look, I lived for five years off of this. Yeah, that, I mean. You know, it's funny to note one, here. One person. This company, this, this, uh, the company, the lender Live Oak Banking Company is a Wilmington-based company. That's, uh, that's pretty, pretty ironic that they're the ones that loaned him the money. Um, but, uh, yeah. but yeah, I mean, th- so I just, I-, I think this guy is a shyster. Um, this blog post from him it seems incredibly tone deaf. It doesn't reference any of the reasons that the lawsuit was brought forward. The game still yep. has shown nothing. Uh, the lawsuit, yep. he acts like this has taken up all of his time over the last couple of years. Um, I call bullshit on I that. I think it shows how, what kind of person he is. Yeah, uh, I, it, I, it, I agree it more indicates that. not having any uh, humble, like coming back and say, hey, I understand why people thought that this lawsuit was necessary, but what I want to do is prove to you that I am attempting to deliver what I promised. I'm attempting to to give you the game that I envision and you know what? It hasn't gone the way I wanted, but you know, let's let's do this, and and then go that way and say I understand that what you're you're feeling like I'm not delivering what I promised, but let me show you I can. Instead, he you know he does that victory lap and talks about more about money, 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 and how he oh poor me I'm funding my own paycheck, uh, you know because really, what debt is he incurring? Licensing fees for what you know it. It's it's just kind of a poor set of choices that have gotten into this boat, and here he is. Yeah, and and I think I I want to note that you know when you back a project, a Kickstarter, uh, an Indiegogo, anything of that nature, those things are not. It, it has been referenced, you know, it's in the description, it's in the terms of service that they're not guaranteeing a product. It, it's bigger than just not delivering a product with Chronicles of Illyria. The argument that I that I believe was made in the lawsuit was that he it was fraudulently done. He was not actively yeah. working on what was promised. It's not just oh I didn't get the product I'd hoped for or it kind of sucked and it no they, they were claiming fraud and alleging that he was being fraudulent with what he was doing. That was the argument yeah. that was made. Um, there's is obviously the process for appeal. Um, so the the idea that he thinks this is just going to vanish i don't think is necessarily the case um and you know looking at it going forward looking at his article here his uh little update it doesn't give any roadmap or indication of what the next step is i mean yeah. he's got a bunch I, of stuff he can never work on the, the project again either because, no. because if he tried to volunteer or, or get involved in any other kickstarter that Kickstarter is going to automatically fail because people will just start talking. I mean, he this is his one chance to be in video game development. It, it, you know, if he could turn this around and actually deliver a product, maybe that would save him. But if he drops this and walks away from it, he can never be a part of a Kickstarter or any kind of a studio that's starting out ever again because his name is so tainted at this point. Yeah, very, it's, very much know, so. He's, but he's put himself there. Correct. Yeah, it's been com- completely self-inflicted. So the uh, full article, the full note is uh, developer note is up. Uh, we'll be up on our website, infectionpodcast.com. If you want a good uh, a good laugh and a good read, check it out, especially the last couple of paragraphs where he talks about you know, how he's so humble for firing his staff before the recession hit and how it's all, you know, oh, I did. This, I made these hard decisions and just <laughs> it's just so out of touch. It's it's yeah. it's pretty disturbing. Yep. All right. Uh, hey, do you want to talk more about some government stuff, or where do you uh, where do you care to go from here? I I don't really care where we go. We kind of got a, a weird eclectic mix of news this week, so uh, you you lead the direction. Well, since we've been talking about some government funding, let's go ahead and move on with that because the Department of Homeland Security has been don- uh, pretty much devoting funds to researching, I guess, terrorist recruitment via games like Roblox and things like that. So they're, they're doing a $700,000 funding what? to try to find people. Yeah, uh, $700,000 in funding to this research product. 
uh, to counter terrorist recruitment via Roblox. Oh, my God. Uh, the wrong. <laughs> I, I tell you what, we really, really need to start a consulting firm. I'm in yeah. the wrong business. <laughs> $700,000 to look at terrorist recruiting in Roblox? Well, and here's what they here's what they're saying. They're saying things like 10% of surveyed people aged 13 to 17 have been exposed to white supremacist discussions and ideology in games. You mean you're talking about people memeing in games and saying yeah. and saying Me- random things in chat? Jokes. Yes. Yeah, you know, that's is that really trying to recruit them to be a white supremacist? Are they and are that, they saying, "Hey, order your order your your uh, you know, white suit here?" No, um, of course I, not. I don't think there's anybody who's making those sarcastic remarks, you know, as distasteful as they are, they're not trying to get people to be white supremacists. I mean, they're not trying to sign them up for an organization. It's not the same when they talk about, you know, that is recruiting terrorists. It's, that's not those are those are 13 to 15 year old boys saying things that they think are edgy. Which are edgy, right. and, the, and yeah, which are yeah. edgy, and 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 get a good response. They note this, and this is from the 2021 ADL study, which we talked about. Seven percent of adult online players were exposed to Holocaust denial while playing. Again, memes and jokes on the internet, and yeah, nearly- these people who say it don't even believe <laughs> that the Holocaust didn't happen. It's it's called sarcastic thing, trying to get people riled up in a chat. No, it's not even getting them riled it doesn't up. Doesn't mean that they're recruiting a, them. But it's yeah. an internet meme. It's a joke. I know. Uh, but that's nearly, the thing is the government doesn't realize that. Well, neither does the ADL, which is where this all comes from. Nearly half of women and 41% of black individuals surveyed had experienced identity-based harassment while playing online. So that is the... Fed- Let's see how this works. The ADL releases a so unbelievably ridiculous study which we covered back um this came out uh, a few months ago we covered it when it came out the hate is no game harassment online all that other bullshit the adl releases a ridiculous study then the federal government uses that ridiculous study to fund and piss away taxpayer dollars on some stupid program this is how it works this is the scam of how these things operate well, in the, the, this grant, they said it comes in the uh, context of a recent shift by the Department of Homeland Security that identifies ethnically motivated violent extremists, specifically white supremacist extremists, um, most persistent and lethal threat in the homeland. Correct. Not. How is that the most? I mean, I haven't had a white supremacist come and, and try to hurt anybody in our valley. Um, I haven't heard yeah. of, of a ton of them across Brian, there's the country. One, Brian, there's one thing that they've got. January 6th hmm. is the only thing that they can attempt to use to justify this. They've been doing it for for two years now. And was that and, about white being white, though? No, I mean, the, I saw no, a lot but, of people no. that weren't white there at that Yeah, thing. But, th- but it doesn't matter. That's their only thing of, you know, lethal threat and supreme you know, you know, extremists and most persistent threat to the homeland. Nobody in these groups have, has ever done anything. They've never, you know, uh, attempted. They haven't gone to a Supreme Court justice's house like a left wing Democrat did with the express consent to murder Brett Kavanaugh and his family. His words, not mine. The you know, Bernie Sanders supporters going to baseball games, trying to kill Steve Scalise and a bunch of other Republicans. Yeah, that is not the. That's those are actual things that have happened. Instead, they you know take Telegram chats and uh, you know T- Team Fortress Two chats and use that as their justification for um, for researching terrorism online. It's it, it is so laughable. Meanwhile, just a couple of days ago, the president said we're moments away from nuclear Armageddon, and this is what the Department of Homeland Security is wasting their time on. Just just to lay that all yeah. out there and put it in perspective. Well, and the, and the crazy thing is, I feel like I could have an- saved them the seven hundred thousand dollars, and I could no, you should have taken it. No, you should have taken it with your consulting group. All but I could write consulting. a paragraph that ex- <laughs> I could write a paragraph that pretty much explains what they're experiencing. Now, some of these people that will say negative things about, let's say, minorities, uh, when it comes down to it, I don't think that that's things that they actually believe. I just think that they like to get people riled up. It's it's about being a troll on the internet, and you know what. 
They've encouraged people being trolls on the internet, and now it's coming back to where you know we've got a, a bunch of fifteen year old, thirteen to fifteen year olds that we've taught you don't have to respect people, you don't have to uh, respect life. If someone has a different opinion than you, you you have the right to be violent towards them, and you don't think that uh, that's a, a fairly big risk. You get people who don't care. You're teaching them to be anarchists, and in that line of thinking, these are the type of things that they start to say. I mean, just look at what happened down in California. You had the uh, Democrats on, on this, this board that were saying all these negative things about minorities and everything else who happened to be minorities themselves, uh, and they're Democrats pretending that that's what they're trying to protect and to help. I think, personally, uh, a lot of the things that Democrats push are racist because when you tell someone that they can't do anything by themselves and that they need you to accomplish anything, that's the most racist thing that I've ever heard. Telling it's a black a, person that they can't they can't do it on their own. They can't think for themselves. You know, yeah, if, you, if the, you're not uh, if you don't vote for me, you aren't black, right? Uh, Joe Biden. <laughs> that's what yes. it comes down uh, to. Yeah, yeah. The, that's that's called uh, that's called a bigotry of low expectations, Brian. And um, exactly. And I think know, that's that's as racist as it gets. I expect that anybody is just as capable as I am. You say, well, they haven't got the same opportunity. There's a lot of people that are white, just like me, that haven't had the same opportunity. You know what? Uh, some of those people have come out and made it. Uh, you know, it, it, regardless of, of expectations, I think the fr- one of the frustrating things I find about this, the, well, I find the whole thing frustrating, but there are actual things going on online. Like you've got, you know, cryptocurrency scams, yeah. mal- malware, bit locker, extortion, pedophilia, like actual crimes that people are committing online day in and day out that are not that are ruining businesses, people's lives, government school systems with some of these phishing and scam attacks that are going on. The Department of Homeland Security can't spend the money on that. They got to chase down a bunch of uh, you know 4chan trolls on 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 uh, kids saying the, that Hitler was wrong and stuff like that. Is, yeah, is yeah. what they're counting as an yes, actual correct. white supremacist thought. Correct. That's Correct. just kids memeing, saying something that's offensive. Purely what it is. I what those kids believe, I can't tell you. But you know what? I'm pretty sure that they they do actually believe that the Holocaust happened. Yeah, of and I don't they think do, they would actually what, want to kill millions of people, uh, millions of Jews. Because that's what every because that's what sane, rational, normal people believe. But they say jokes both online and in person. Because guess what, Brian? I know this is a controversial hot take. Jokes are funny. And they should yeah. be funny, and they're meant to get a reaction. And without tr- you know, without changing the conversation too far, you talk about you know white supremacy is the big thing that the Department of Homeland Security is talking about. You know, Kanye West talked about this this past week on Tucker Carlson. If you hadn't had a chance to see that, uh, see that. And Brian, yeah. as we were coming on the air today, Bank of America announced that they are shuttering all of the work that they've done with Kanye West. Reading the letter here, we are sending you this letter to confirm a recent discussion with Kanye West that J.P. Morgan, excuse me, uh, J, this is a J.P. Morgan Chase, has decided to end their banking relationship with Yeezy LLC and Kanye West and its affiliated entities. Yep. This is what we're dealing with. This is this is yep. the status of the country. Falcon puts a great comment in chat saying, "How long in the future before people look back at these years and realize the wrong they have done against the white male, the white the straight white male minority group?" Um great question. Probably never. Well, and that's what he was getting at with that shirt. He, he and yes. uh, Candace where we're saying, you know, that their <laughs> that the, their lives matter too. And sitting there just trying, because when you go into a job, because that's what the thing is that they legalized, is that you can set two people up for a job and you can unfairly treat one over the other, just like it's happened in reverse of in the past. That's what we were correcting. That's what we were getting over is creating equal opportunity for everyone. You finally get to the point where you have equal opportunity and you're saying, well, you know, some are more equal than others. Uh, and I think that that's the danger that we're now, we've, we've gone over the mountaintop, hit the peak. And now we're going down the other side as a reaction of, well, we now people need to be punished for what their fathers did. And that's not at all what I think is, is right. And I, but I think that now we're seeing companies feeling like it's called groupthink. This whole groupthink that um, Orson Welles warned against back in the past is, if I remember, yeah, I think it was him in his book, 1984, uh, th- this is what we need to worry about is 
if you don't think the right way and you don't say the right things, I mean, it kind of brings all the way back to the beginning of Alec Jones. If you don't follow the group thought, then you need to be punished and attacked. Rather than realizing that people have different opinions and you can judge them based on their opinion, but you don't attack them based on it. You just say, I don't, I don't agree with you and walk away from it. Yeah, and to bring up another story from this past week, PayPal, uh, which they've quickly walked back, was going to start removing, yeah. deducting up to $2,500 per offense, per offense to, of your PayPal account if uh, you were deemed to be uh, in char- uh, promoting, quote, misinformation. If you whatever weren't following the, the group. Whatever thing, the hell that right? means, yeah. Not following the group yeah. think. If you're not saying what we view as the correct public opinion or correct statements or the correct way of speaking, then you will be punished. That's exactly what I'm talking about. They will punish you for not thinking with group think. Uh, and that's that's what it's so sad that, you know, t- that we've gone to the point where this is now reality. 1984 was supposed to be something, you know, about the future and it's something crazy and that would never happen. Well, there's an example of it. That's it happening. You're getting fined for not saying what other people are saying you're supposed to think. I put out a tweet um, earlier uh, tonight, and I I just said, I I have no idea what this country is going to look like in 12 months. And I mean that genuinely. I I don't say that from a a, a fear-mongering standpoint or a salacious standpoint. Brian, honest to God, Brian, I have no idea what we're heading towards. When you've got banks... That are not allowing people to do business when you've got um, you know major institutions that are stealing your hard-earned money in the name and the guise of misinformation and truth that is determined by their political party. Brian, I have no, I have no fucking idea where we're heading. And I, I well, no, yeah. I, the problem is I do know where we're heading, and it's a very dark place with civil unrest yeah. and serious problems because that's where this ends. That's where this leads. When you start yep. literally stealing people's goods, services, and products because of their political opinions or just their opinions in general on anything. Yeah. The, we are heading that's- towards, I, I am convinced that we are full steam ahead towards complete and total societal collapse. Well, and if you look at where this this type of thing happens, you look at China, you look at North Korea. If you say the wrong opinion, they can they can put you in jail. They can put you in prison. They can even put you to death, uh, especially in North Korea, for having the wrong opinion. Uh, for instance, the, the young man that he went over there when he was in college, and he was in one of the hotels in Pyongyang, and he went and rolled up one of the, the propaganda folders because he wanted to take it home with him. And they tortured him so heavily, and, and Trump got them to send him back. You know, they, he got sent back as a vegetable, and he died shortly after being returned to the United States. Yeah. That kind of thing, you think, well, that could never happen. Well, once you start saying, you don't, you're not saying what, it, you know, what you're saying is harmful, so therefore we have the right to harm you, that's the perfect example of that. And that's where we're heading. That's what scares me is... We're heading that way, and people aren't saying, well, hey, let's take two steps back and look where the end of this road goes, because that's where it goes, where you get, you get jail time. Right now, starting with a billion dollars, you know, because Alex Jones doesn't, didn't agree with uh, you know, what most people think happened on a situation and was vocal about it, and now you know, we've got it to where PayPal wants to fine you a bunch of money for not thinking or saying what they think you should think or say, uh, and now the government is spending money on figuring out why people on the internet, especially kids, are saying things different than what they think people should say. Uh, you know, they view they view people thinking differently than them as the greatest threat, and they said it in that article, right? That was their greatest threat was people saying things differently than what they think they should say. It's the greatest that threat on our border. It's really, um, it's really upsetting to be perfectly honest with you and the fact that it has encompassed nearly every facet of my life and um and you can't escape it it's in everything um you know originally used to be able to separate politics from everything else that went on brian uh or you know originally it was things like video games and television and pop culture that would give you a bit of a disconnect from that but it has encompassed and surrounded all of it and 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 every facet of it um, and it's it's yeah. been a slow, gradual um, progression over over a couple of years, and now it's yeah. at a situation where it's just it's it's fully engulfed. I mean, the whole house is on fire, 
And it's just, it's so maddening and upsetting that this has become the reality of, of everything. You know, a popular influential rapper, by the way, a black man who has turned his uh, music career and his product uh, uh, line through Adidas into hundreds of millions of dollars is now having his bank accounts canceled because he wore a shirt at a fashion show. That's the status yeah. of society that made, that as a whole. That was purely a statement. That a shirt sa- was purely a, a, a statement. A simple statement about people, people's lives being important based on the color of their skin. That's the basis of yeah. all of this. And and, that, I feel and like that's the I think I, I almost it almost makes me it almost makes me numb. I mean it's it's like it's almost yeah. not even real. Like and it almost doesn't even matter. Like like who yeah. cares? If this is if this is what's going on and this is the status what, who, none of it matters. It's really it's really yeah. depressing and disturbing. My work they put out a a, a thing a a questionnaire type of thing and they wanted to know do you feel comfortable talking about your personal beliefs and you know religion or politics and things at the workplace i was like no no <laughs> you know yeah, like, my company sends those out and i ignore them because i know for a fact i fill it out they'll uh you know even though it's a quote anonymous they'll uh they'll you know use it to, to fire me at their first uh, first go out because again, well that's, and that's the, but the that's thing the is tolerant I, left. I put yeah, and I just put my my answer was I don't talk religion or politics at the work workplace. You know, I don't need to go in why, but the reason is is because I'm perfectly happy to hear about other people's political opinions. I'm perfectly happy to hear about what they believe religion wise. You know, I, I don't get the same type of response in return. Just even saying, you know, whether or not I voted for Donald Trump is enough to make them get upset with me. Enough to say whether or not um what, whether or not I, I have the COVID vaccine or vaccination is enough to make them accept, upset with me. You know, I had a coworker ask me, you know, have you, are you getting a, a COVID vaccine for your infant? And, you know, I had to very nicely and kindly just try to kind of pass that off, right? Because I don't want them getting upset with me. Where, where you know, I can't say, you know, really, I, I feel like that'd be more dangerous to give my child something that I don't think he's he's really at risk of of catching and having a serious effect on him and it doesn't have any chances of changing whether or not he'll pass it to anybody. So it's not going to affect much other than, you know, I can't say these things because they will get upset and they will get, you know, it'll make them change their opinion of me where I can, I just go into it realizing there's people with different opinions with me and I can't, I don't want to let that affect how I treat them or how I view them in the workplace, but that does not get returned. And it's because of this type of thinking. You have to think like me or else you're not a good person. That's not what I think. I can think that you're a little bit confused on certain topics, but you know what? That doesn't make you a bad person just because for some reason you've followed, you've towed the line that you think the COVID vaccine is the best thing on earth. I just don't believe that. And I've done a lot of research to come up with that conclusion. Yeah. It is a, uh, it's a sad state of affairs that we're in right now. All right, Brian, we got about uh, 10 or so minutes left. Do we have any um, you know, something more lighthearted. Yeah. Do we have any gaming news that doesn't make me want to jump off a cliff or blow my head all over, blow my uh, brains all over the wall with with it being so depressing and you know authoritarian and 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 dark and disturbing? Well, how about we talk about something that happened at TwitchCon here this past uh, you know past TwitchCon? There was they they had this giant foam <laughs> foam cube pit, like you know how they, that you can jump into these these pits of, of foam things, yes. you know, and, and jump off of things like that. Well, a streamer broke her back in two places, jumping into this foam pit. And they talk, kept talking about how people kept getting hurt. She had to have two metal support rods surgically inserted into her back. Um, at, least, well, at least she was vaccinated before. And so she couldn't catch COVID. <laughs> and uh, the thing is, is you had these things where you're supposed to knock each other off of these, you know, raised platforms. And you had those foam things that you hit each other with kind of a, you know, a battle. Well, they were doing that. And my biggest thing is you're taking people that usually are the least athletic of us, the PC gamers. I mean, I'm, I'm one of those. Um, it, oh, and Pro Buzzard says it, it wasn't a pit. It was less than a foot deep. So they just had a barely an inkling. So they had about a foot of foam thing sitting in this. Um, 
<laughs> and PH says it was a porn star, not a uh, a streamer. Oh, I'll, that'll get you banned off. Of Twitch I'm doing I'm doing off. some re I'm doing some <laughs> research right now to, to verify. Oh, I bet you <laughs> to are to verify these claims. <laughs> now, it, it um. It says everything and, is. And S- a- it says everything is SFW. I mean, she's just she's just a girl that streams on Twitch, so you know what that means. Okay, okay. So I could be wrong. PH is a an Twitch expert streamer in, in, in an expert in this category. And, I'm not. And ended up And this is something that uh, you know. I, I I look at the type of people you're putting them in an athletic situation. Some of the people that many times in their life are not athletic. Now, if you had taken let's say my hockey team and you would have put them in doing this against each other or, a f- or people that are on a football team or people that are part of a biking group or a running group. You know what? I bet you they're not going to break their back, but you're taking yeah, people well, that are not athletic for the most part, but it's pro buzzard them in says, something hitting each other. Yeah. But pro buzzard says, I mean, this was, this wasn't even a pit. Like they put like a single layer of foam on the ground and then people were falling off and smashing their backs or whatever onto, uh, onto you know, in a convention center, a concrete floor with some, really cheap carpet on top of it. Um, this is something that needs to be a couple of feet deep for this to be effective because if you get a part that thins out uh, at a foot deep, you get something that thins out a little bit, you will hurt yourself because one little foam piece when you're falling from about two feet, three, two or three feet from the ground, it will still hurt. And uh, obviously that's true because uh, they fell and th- that wasn't the only injury that happened that day. Uh, you know, they're saying other people got um, injured in this. Um, you know, I, I just. PH was right. Maybe th- there she, probably won't be any she, more of these. She used to be a porn star. And now oh, it appears that she's just. She found Twitch, Twitch where she doesn't have to. She doesn't have to call it porn star anymore. Yeah. Well, because if you go to her Twitch and her Twitter, it all looks. Her Twitter literally says my official account for all things SFW. Get to know me differently. Okay. And then it's got a link to her Twitch. So she's, she's turned to Jesus. Twitch. No, well, like, I mean, if 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 Twitch is your Jesus, you're in, a, you're in a you're in a you're in a bad bad state. Yeah. So this is a. I'm I, I have a feeling this is not going to be allowed at TwitchCon anymore. Um, well, where's the outrage? Anything? I mean, you know, was by the way, this was at the Lenovo booth, the Lenovo yeah. Legion booth. Yeah. Oh well. Okay. Well, so, yeah, so but, that but happened. Hold, but now, but but where's the outrage here? Because remember all of the outrage over them having TwitchCon and it not being a safe event because they didn't have a vaccine mandate and a mask mandate. Is the same moral outrage taking place over you know a more than competent individual um, and you know successful Twitch streamer now having to have metal bars put in her back? Is there any comments about that, Brian? Is that a is that a big thing? No, I, I they, well, they don't seem to be upset. I, I have a feeling that Twitch isn't going to pay for this either. Um, you know, I'm sure they signed. I wonder if they signed a disclaimer walking into this because I can't imagine they didn't. Uh, yeah, I have no anything idea. like this. If I were her, I'd, like, if if I I were her, my, I'd sue. I'd sue her. I'd sue yeah. Twitch for a billion plus dollars. I mean, if you can get it for making Might comments on a banned op video, you you actually have real um, physical issues with this. That's a, that's a, that's worth at least a couple million dollars at, at least. Yeah, Ken- Kenrick says, don't worry, they split the hospital bill 50-50. Well, maybe they did. Maybe that was their solution. Well, if um, she took that deal, then she's a moron because that is a yeah. uh, that is a great um, that's a great thing. Because people go into these, especially in America, you go into these type of situations expecting that they have followed a certain amount of protocol to ensure your safety. And if they haven't, usually sign something saying, hey, if you fall and break your back, it's your fault. Yeah, like um, skydiving. sign that. Yeah, or even in my hockey league. I sign a thing saying, even if you die, it's not our fault. I yeah. sign that going into my hockey season, and I accept that risk. Uh, here, you know, if she signed something, then she accepted the risk. If she didn't, then they're probably open to a, lo- a pretty big lawsuit. Yeah, well, a, a pro buzzard is indicating. Pro buzzard said something. they did have to, they did have to sign something going into it. So there you yeah, go. Yeah, but the uh, question I, is, who I, she probably is fifty-fifty. Then very generous. Well, the if, question if, is, if it was a, a good legal document. Well, that's exactly it. Was it a good legal document or was this written by an intern at uh, Lenovo and is it not really enforceable in court? And, you know, 
waivers are as yeah. waivers are only as good, Brian. And you've got the thing there that says, you know, if you get hurt at the hockey rink, uh, you know, you can't sue them. But if they have neglect, if a pipe falls on you or something of that nature, yeah. that uh, is a little bit of a, a little bit of a stretch there. Um, you know, if yeah. they're not maintaining their facility and the bleachers collapse and you get killed, I'm not sure that that would necessarily fall under that risk waiver. So, well, uh, it'll be interesting yeah. to see uh, to see what comes of that. I, I hope there's some moral outrage. Uh, and OK, so there's one other thing that a game that you have liked in the past, and I'm sure you still like it, but just don't have time for it. But Deadlight, Dead by Daylight is now free to play. So if people oh, have played Dead by Daylight on um, Halloween. I think it's on Halloween that they're doing this, but they're they're making it free to play, doing a bunch of updates on it and everything else to uh, have some new skins. There's a reveal trailer in there, but Haunted by Daylight, uh, then they're they're doing that theme and then having it go free to play. So it's uh, it'll be free I, I'm to sure play that they're going to have ways to get skins from October the 27th to November 1st, so a couple day period of time around Halloween. Oh, are they only doing it for? Oh, I thought they were turning it permanently. Free no, no, are they no, not just, doing that. No, no, just oh, for Halloween. That's too bad. Um, well, I mean, it makes okay, sense then, for a couple days. Well, but the, why not on this where they have so many skins that you can purchase? Why not make the base game free to play? I that's what I thought that they were pushing towards. Um, because obviously people are still buying it. If I just had to yeah. guess, I mean, the reason you would, the reason you make a game free to play eventually down the road is that it's more successful and more profitable to have the skins purchased than the game itself. Obviously, they're still selling. Sorry, enough. yeah. Sorry, Pro Buzzard. It's not free to play altogether, but it's free to play over the hol- the Halloween weekend, and then they're also doing their Haunted by Daylight DLC type of a thing over that yeah. time. And this this game goes on sale pretty um, pretty frequently, so throw it on your throw it on your watch list or uh, your yeah, I think they call it or wish list on Steam or whatever they call it. Wish list on um, Steam, yeah, yeah. But I think it obviously they're still selling copies of the game. I mean, I wouldn't change free to play think- if you're still making a whole bunch of money off of the sale of the game. Well, and I think once they start, when those start to dwindle and they don't get the initial sales anymore, that's the time to turn it free to play because they have enough content to keep getting people to buy those microtransactions of getting the different killers. Just make the base game and then have a system where they can they can get the other killers or do some sort of a season pass system where you unlock things. Like, I think there's still a lot of future ahead for this this game, uh, even if they don't go so much to having crazy killers, but just come up with a skin system where you come up with different looks that people can unlock. Because you're getting enough content, they're getting enough maps, they're getting enough killers, just keep adding one you know, every three to six months, add a new killer, and I think it'll keep the game going to where people are still interested in it. And I think that's kind of, it seems like that's what they followed, is that kind of a, a cadence. Yeah, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm trying to look at their numbers on steam db to see if i can find anything about like uh long-term sales or, or owners of the game um and i can't find that specifically um but what i can find is that the active players still continue to be um pretty extraordinary for a game and they've got thirty-five thousand people playing right now um which puts it yeah. For how long it's been uh, out, especially for puts it well within the yeah well within the it's been out since 2016. It puts it well within the top ten um, number of games that are being played on Steam right now, so it's you know pretty significant. Well, and it's the it's the number two top selling game. If you yeah. it, I'm, I'm looking at that new Steam powered uh, oh, yeah, yeah, store. Steam powered slash that. charts. Let's talk about that real quick. Yeah, yeah. Let's look so on there, that. number one is Lost Ark. Number two for top selling games is Dead by Daylight. That's pretty crazy for how long the game's been out. This has got to be. Is this a this is a month period of time? The top selling games right now by revenue. This is up thirty spots. What does this mean? Yeah, the number of weeks in a row that the game has been appeared. So the top one hundred games. So yeah, it's uh, yeah they're selling a lot around around Halloween, which uh, you know around this kind of time, which makes sense. So this thing is up. 30 spots from where it was last week. So it went from 33 to 30 in the matter of a, a week. Let's see. We can look at the weekly charts. Um, and it's been on the chart for 283 weeks. So it's been in the top 100 for 283 weeks. So, yeah. I'm assuming that's since it was released. Yeah, well, yeah, probably. Since, er, since early on. Since, since whenever they started looking at these charts. Um, I mean, here it is. 
right here on the number fourteen. Uh, yeah, number fourteen of most most played according to to this. So they're doing. They're still going strong. So you're right. I mean, don't don't make it free to play yet. Well, look at but 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 it's interesting. You still... look, but look at the top. Let's just look at the top fifteen here. You've got one, two, three, four, five of the games in the top fourteen are not free to play. The other nine are. Yeah. So obviously they're doing something right. Yeah, and, and the other games, the I, microtransactions. I hate to a point. You know, with me, there's a lot of skins. I, I I got on that system where they just give me every skin because of our streaming. Um, and so yeah, I just great. get it activated on my account whenever they release yeah, them. Yeah. So you I don't know. know I haven't so really felt the pain. Yeah. I know. They gave me some some, some super key, I guess. It just oh, I know. Me I'm full, full, fully aware. I'm fully aware. Um, Sorry, I didn't let you activate that one. Nick. Yeah, well, that's fine. Yeah, you know, it's, it's, it's fine. Uh, Pro Buzzard says, would love to see DayZ go on sale. I've been really enjoying watching the streamers. Yeah, uh, exp- I would expect, you know, we're not that far away from Black Friday. Uh, the Steam Winter yeah. sale will be will be not too far away. So, um, you know, DayZ is a, that DayZ, I don't remember if DayZ frequently goes on sale or not during these. Um, but, th- you know, there are plenty of, other, plenty of other great games that'll be on sale. So, uh Make sure you add those things. Well, to and Daisy does now. every once in a while because I remember I watched Daisy for a while and it went down to like thirteen dollars or something like that, and then I picked it up. So it does it does drop, and they do some pretty significant sales here and there. Yeah. All right. Uh, is there anything else you wanted to cover? We got one thing. Let's look at this really quick. I just wanted you to show sure. a screenshot. Um, Japan has this keyboard that Google put out, and it's uh, just one long single row of keys. They call it the G board. Is, are they going to kill it off right away? Well, uh, there's a video. And now it's in. It's not in English, but you can see here. Yeah, there's subtitles. Uh, it's just one row. Now they got QWERTY, um, so it's the top. It's lined up all the way across. Are you sure this isn't like an April? F- this isn't like an April Fool's joke. In, in like a Japanese no, it's, April it's, Fools, it's it's not it's not an April Fools joke. I ref- I, I don't uh, believe you. <laughs> I I just I, I don't know exactly why. I, you know, I guess maybe if I read the. Now this is totally enough. a meme. Come on, look, this is totally a meme. You can watch him. Just watch the guy just knock his keyboard no, off the desk. <laughs> they say it's actually real. They made it, and it's. Oh, uh, I'm not arguing that it's not in. real, but this is not a product that they're going to be doing long term. What if they're doing some sort of a game or something? You know, what if there's some reason that they that you could do this where a Let's line see. of people are the, hitting keys? The, the G board also solves. I often had to search for keys on the wide keyboard. With this keyboard, it's very convenient to know immediately that they're that the sixteenth letter from the left is G. This is a total meme of a video. <laughs> totally meme. Well, hey, it, it's Look at a this. real keyboard. Oh, your so cat you sleeping on one. your keyboard? Cat can't sleep on this keyboard. Not anymore. No, not anymore. <laughs> cat, so poor they, cat they have has uh, nothing to sleep on. Con- easier to so concentrate we, we on work. <laughs> really? Really? You, honest to God, want me to believe that this is a that Google is going to keep this product going long term? Really? Really? Well, this is where you can go co-development. <laughs> oh, this is... um. <laughs> <laughs> you can press the key to figure out your kid's height on it. Come on. Oh, look at this. It's a butterfly. It's a, it's a flycatcher. <laughs> I mean, so there's got, it's got to be some sort of, this is some I sort of. But they, uh, but they actually made it. That's the ridiculous yeah, thing. That is, that's, so yeah, I mean, we, if we can order one, it would be perfect. Um, <laughs> Let's see. They, let's see. Google Translate to English. Um. So this is the, this is the website for it. They they <laughs> uploaded they uploaded a, a do it yourself project to GitHub so that you can you know create it yourself with a three D printer and yeah okay there you go so this is a this is a very long website <laughs> okay all right we we need to get out of here all right I'm sorry I just I figured you'd enjoy that That's I would enjoy good. it that was good that was a nice way to end the show thank you for that. <laughs> All right. Well, if you want to find me, you can find me at Brian Aldridge and Gab Parlor Getter and Truth Social. Of course, uh, 
Twitter if you want to do at Boise Computer, my blog, biteoftech.com, and our website, infectionpodcast.com. And on the upper right-hand side, just join our server on Discord so that you can maybe contact one of us. Uh, perhaps there's something like the Gboard that you think is important that we need to discuss. You can throw a link <laughs> to it into the news channel. <laughs> we got 11 ARC servers. This weekend, I'm going to be throwing up a, uh, a Conan Exile server with some mods on there that are a lot of fun. Uh, so if you're interested in, in trying that out, jump into the Discord and, and you'll see a link to that. Uh, if you want to, uh, if you want to catch the video forms of the podcast, those are your Twitch and YouTube. Uh, the audio recordings are at the lower right hand side. Now those are recorded and then uploaded after the show is done. But it is a, a nice lightweight podcast podcast form. And there's lots of different ways that you can listen to that. Uh, on if you're going to be doing that, we have show notes for each particular episode with a video and audio player built in, and you can go ahead and maybe play a video while we're listening. If we were to say, hey, check out this video about the Gboard, and you want to be able to see what it looks like. Just go to our website to the episode, and uh, and you'll be able to catch the video for yourself and watch it on your own time. Uh, is very useful. If you want to support us, there is a tab up top for support or infectionpodcast.com forward slash support. Yes, Brian. sir. Brian, thank you very much. Uh, we'll be back next Tuesday at our uh, regularly scheduled time. Then we'll have another uh, another Wednesday show coming up in a few weeks for Election Day. Obviously, I'll be... Uh, working for that so we'll have those details coming up brian thanks uh, as always yes. greatly appreciated and um now at this rate hopefully we'll see you next week i mean who knows what uh yeah, who, knows we'll what see, lovely, we'll who knows what lovely things could happen in the next uh, six days fortunately we have a short week uh so the yeah. likelihood is maybe a little bit less than uh, normal thanks very much brian it's down one seventh Yep. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, uh, Halfway to the weekend, as they say. All right. Um, yep. <laughs> that's going to do it for a uh, Wednesday edition of uh, Wilmington. Oh, Jesus Christ. A uh, Wednesday edition of Infection Podcast. That's Your the weather's that next. Yeah. All right. Well, <laughs> my name is Nick Craig. You can follow me on Twitter at Nicholas M. Craig. You can visit uh, nickcraig.com. You'll find all the podcasts for my uh, full-time job there. And our website, infectionpodcast.com. Thanks so much for joining us, everybody. Have a great week. We'll see you next time.